fire up 13 flight controllers. Listen up. Give me a go, no go for launch. Public nudity. Go. Illegal narcotics. Go. Dog shagging. We'll go flight. Bubbler. Bubbler's go. Poo in the shoe. Go flight. Road rage. Go flight. Roid rage. Where you go. Brown paper bags. Go. Eclipse containers. Go. Chinese restaurants. Go flight. Peanut butter photography. Go. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Just wait for some power. Breezers. Where I go. Phantom biters. Flighters go. Fingers and dates. Where go, flight. Launch control. This is fire up 30. We are go for launch. Christopher Gale, as the world watches with anticipation, with our trajectory on this near-death mission, we are still mid-flight and we're still hobbling along and looking pretty good, I think. What do you reckon? That music is so uplifting, Stephen Ferris. <laughs> yeah, this rugby league competition at the halfway mark seems to be sort of listing a little bit like the Titanic. Like, I think the quality is down across the well, board, evidenced by the fact that Souths are on top of the table. It was oh, uh, brought to us by our guest today, Newman, that uh, it is a pretty piss-poor competition this year, he thinks. Is that a fair, fair comment, do you think? I don't know how you can see that game last night. It was yeah. piss-poor. There was about 35 people there. 1,000 points scored. Zero defence. Yes. It was just uninspiring, lethargic, and uh, quote-unquote no good. Well, that wasn't the case according to Alba, who was on the news this morning with Christopher Pine. Christopher Pine was in Paris. Alba said I was in Homebush. Cop that. I'm a working-class man to my bootstraps, you know. And, and what was Pine doing in Paris? He was in the World Cup in Russia? Selling military gear. Oh, was he now? Apparently we got the best in the world. He was he was sitting atop of a tank saying, what do you reckon? You know, I've got, I've got a bone to pick with Christopher Pine because uh, one of my mates from high school days was, out, don't, yeah, was <laughs> our defence minister or our current defence Minister Maurice Payne, and he took a fair bit of her portfolio after the last election. Pine's a player. I'm fired up about that. He's a player. But, 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 but was it a South game or a Parramatta home game last night? It's a Parramatta home game. Right, it's the home for nobody because so you, you it's can like a homeless, you can, it? you can tell by the the letters spelled out in the upper tier where there's oh, never yes. going to be anybody. Para was up there, P-A-R-R-A. Yeah, right. Yeah. Parathetic, paralytic. Because <laughs> so, when the Tigers play there, we can actually fit in West Tigers, but you can't fit in Parramatta. Is that the issue up in the stand? I haven't really given that a great deal I would have thought, thought there's Chris. plenty of room there. Isn't that, the, isn't that the point you were making? There's a lot of room at the top. Yeah, well, we spoke about it briefly. I mean, playing these Thursday night games at ANZ Stadium, what's mm. your take on it, boys? Well, I'm not watching it. Yeah. You know, I've got other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> I tuned out after South Africa. As soon as they scored the second try on a run, I thought, that's it, I'm off. Yeah, no, I was... I, I Actually, I had dinner with friends. Mm. You know, it's sort of a, it's a radical concept, I know. And it was only one friend, if I think about it now. But... Uh, I, I'm, I'm concerned for Parramatta. I mean, uh, Andrew Webster this morning said he's been uh, done. Something that I know you love, Stephen, mm -hmm. is people in high-vis gear. Mm. Preset the, style. The city is under distress at the moment. And, uh, all, and look, we're, we've added to it. We're, the building for the Hall of Shame has finally started. Thank there's, you. There's some high-vis outfits up at Moorpark now, putting the foundations in for those great wings, the grub wing, the dickhead wing, and we might even be adding more wings today. It's it going to be a monstrous well, building. Well, in fact, it was a big day for Andrew Webster from Fairfax Media because not only did he get a tour of the Parramatta Stadium precinct being under construction. He kept the hard hat and high-vis on and had the 
ceremonial shovel to till the first sod of yep. the Hall of Shame out there at Moore Park, which is something we're very excited about and I think is a particularly good use of taxpayers' funds. Now, look, we like to celebrate uh, these subcategories in rugby league. In life, I suppose. It reflects life. Rugby league does. But uh, there's a couple of that are under, under duress at the moment. They're under un, unfair targeting, I think. The, uh, the heads of rugby league have been targeting two particular entities, which I'm taking offence with. I'm sure you are too, Chris. Dogs. Yeah, right. So the Dog Act is under attack at the moment. The Dog Shot. The Dog Dog shot and nits, nit picking. <laughs> so nits and dogs are now under fire in the line of what's your take and what's going on with Toddy at the moment. Can can a dog get nits? I'm assuming dogs are pretty immune to nits. Traditionally, they get fleas. Fleas, yeah. I mean, young children get Kitties nits, get don't nits, they? Yeah. And, and is that and, and are we onto something here that in fact because we tend to sort of a more genteel view of ourselves than other animals, yes. that in fact the nits that children have in their hair are actually fleas. No, they're different. They're different? Mm. They're different. They're not fleas. They're definitely a different species. But, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, that you're going after dogs and nits. It's an outrage, really. As opposed to players. And, of course, we're referring to the latest uh, from Rugby League Central press conference involving... Hello, Mr. Todd Greenberg. I just want to say all the very best to you and your family. And, look, whatever career you happen to choose, um, look, Peter Volandis will be a tremendous replacement. Cricket. But if you, cricket yeah, needs you, yeah. um, FIFA, you would go with our best yeah, wishes. Yeah. Hey, uh, good to see Robbie Williams singing in Russia. <laughs> Apparently gave the middle finger to the, the camera afterwards. Oh, he's a troublemaker, isn't he? And he's causing <laughs> Listen, while we're at it, Chris, we should really have a uh, pre-record piece about Todd Greenberg. Okay, and that'll get us speak. going, and, and we'll hear and, what and Newman has to think. And a pre-record also on our text line. We would like to welcome people to the text line this morning. The number is zero four zero nine nine four five nine four five. And I'm just looking to see if it, no, so far there's nothing. Well, it, it's 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 very very preemptive if people are texting before you read out the number. That's true. That and and I've been doing this show for five years, and I now know what the number is: zero four zero nine nine four five nine four five. So if you've got an issue about nits and dogs, now what's the story? First of all, uh, it's we're, we're, it's Darwinism we're talking here, right? We we believe in. Uh, in interfering, running interference on natural evolution, uh, species should be allowed to drop off. I mean, we you know we we love the ibis. The, the, you know, the bin chicken is a great thing because it survived under duress. Whereas some things, the uh, the white rhino, unfortunately, just had to go. The dodo. The dodo, yes. Dinosaurs on mass. <laughs> on mass, yes. Isn't it great when you compare the bin chook and rugby league? I mean, these are the things you tune in to fire They're up for. They're both survivors. Yeah, 100% correct. <laughs> and the what, what could be a bet? I mean, that should be on the internet logo. Yes. A bin chook, you know, the green Sulo well, bin with the well, mag- majestic well, ibis on top. Well, Chris came up with this great idea last week. Chris, would you mind revisiting that terrific idea of the use for the bin chook? Well, I think it was, to a degree, Stephen, I think it was yours. I mean, I, I want to give credit where credit's Fair due. Enough. And, and, and in fairness, I'm 95% of the creativity of this show. <laughs> yes. But coming off the back of a discussion where we felt that the... Ibis was a mascot that hadn't been tapped into. Yes. And we're in discussions with Terry Bull, one of the Facebook friends, about producing some uh, iconic merchandise around the Taramurra bin chickens. And it's around the the conversation about the interference by the police in people's recreational drug use. So the Taramurra bin chickens was the first part of Mm. the discussion, and we're sort of, you know, tossing around logos like bringing rugby league back to its heartland, the upper North Shore of Sydney. Yes. And then it occurred to us because I went out to see Above and Beyond because of my deep love for commercial trance music last weekend, and there was some issues around the involvement of sniffer dogs, and I think you tweaked onto the fact that the dogs probably have done enough for this yes. community and as we'll be discussing sooner under I think siege it's tantamount to abuse right. of so, the animals. So they've swapped in mm. the bin chicken. Yeah. 
And the bin chickens, not only are they great at the drug detection, well, they're the also... the dogs have got a great nose as the bin chicken, but the, the bin chicken's got an advantage, hasn't cavity it? Cavity search. Cavity search. Like, if you... How long is that, that beak of theirs? If you're threatened with a cavity search... It's long. Right, well, <laughs> people will just voluntarily just yeah. say, I've got the stuff on me. Here it is. Yes, cuff me yes, now. Yes. And uh, the same Terry Bull put... Uh, you'll see on our Facebook page a wonderful photograph of the bin chicken and the police in action. Yes. A sniffer bin chicken. It's the way of the future. I've got a text in, Chris. Sniffer Ibis. Sniffer ibis. Yeah, sniffer ibis. That's not. That's, that's like a Latin term, doesn't it? <laughs> that's probably what they were originally. The sniffer bird. Uh, so uh, the bin chook, he doesn't care. It, you know, evolution. You know, just bypasses it. Yeah, I mean, police duties doesn't matter. They just take it all on. It's no fearless little bird. You know, they, they are the cockroach of the ornithological world, aren't but, they? But but Todd Greenberg. Not necessarily and- though. I mean, the, the ancient Egyptians used to use the ibis as a as a symbol of majesticism. Wow. And, of course, yeah. you, the Hotel Ibis, the world's best hotel chain. The chain in the, yes. I, I've never stayed I mean, in a bad Ibis, so that's true. Don't you forget that great video with Michael Jackson and Eddie Murphy? I think the Ibis was featured in that as well. I remember the time, Stephen. <laughs> you remember the time. <laughs> so That's uh, interesting, though, isn't it, that it was a, it was a majestic symbol. Mm. And what you're suggesting, Newman, is that this is an opportunity to restore it to its former glory? Well, I just think that the parallels with rugby league, um, just it's so obvious. Mm. The bin chook for mm. generations lived off natural food. Now bin turns up and it lives on bin juice. Yes. Yep. It's doing its best to knock itself out, but it pr- proliferates as a result. Yeah. Rugby league does the same. Yeah, it keeps it trying to knock itself out. It keeps trying to <laughs> kill itself. Get its own uppercut every week. Yeah, yeah, it lives on bin juice, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> And yet it continues to proliferate. So you're saying rugby league is essentially a zombie sport. 100% Cannot be killed. Correct. Cannot be killed. So, no matter what they do to it. You, you, you Listen to the start. All of those scandalous things that rugby league have done. Bubblers and fingers up dates. Yes. And it continues to grow. Yes. Look, look at the Gold More Coast. So. You, you it, cut it off the head. You can cut off the head of a charger, a yeah. giant, a seagull. Yeah. And you went up with a titan. And isn't that club just going from strength to strength? I love the titans. Absolutely love the Titans. The Hain Plain, how's that going? Is it off the ground yet? It's looking okay last it's night. It's scored three tries in the last two games. That's not too bad, is uh, it? Which says Parramatta's well. recent record is a 500 record. Of course, I'm only taking a two-game sample there. Mm, okay. <laughs> Are we too hard on Jared Hain? I mean, has he ever played in a decent team? Even those origin teams where he was yeah. a, a star were, were battler origin teams mm. by comparison. 2009 grand final, that was just a Jeff anomaly. Rob- My mate Jeff Robson was halfback Back there. Terrific. Game management. <laughs> is this a turning point on Jared Hayne? This moment, we've just witnessed it. Do you think that he's found humility? Yeah. Yeah. And you know to how it's... failure. There is a point in... If you can't find humility after what they went through last night, what hope has he got? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's... The a... Windex in a room full of mirrors, he's done that. It's exactly that. It's a sort of facing your own sports mortality. And I think there is a phenomenon in sport, no matter whether you're a grub, a dickhead, yeah. you know... A dog. A Michael Luckwit, and yeah. we'll explore all that. <laughs> yeah. If you last long enough... Yeah, yeah. Redemption is yours. Things turns. Yeah. The McEnroe yeah. thing. Yeah, last man standing stuff. That's Look right. Look at Elton John. If, if Jared Hayne is playing rugby league in three years' time... Yeah. I'll personally fund a statue to that guy at the new Parramatta precinct next to the boulangerie out there at Parramatta. Can we build a new wing? The Jared Hayne <laughs> Library yeah, yeah. or I've, I've, or well, Visual Resource Centre. <laughs> he'd be a literature man. Yeah, 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 yeah. book guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I can get back to my theme, yep. uh, Darwinism. Uh, should we protect species that are under trouble, under threat, uh, as is the, the right of all great liberal you know, do-gooders in the world these days? And thus, Jonathan Thurston and, and little Nathan Cleary in his jaw, should they be protected from dog shots? Question to you, Newman. 
Well, to a degree. I mean, if you talk seriously, you don't like seeing people get hit from behind what? and the whiplash. But you know, he's a good player. So, mm. what hope does a dud player have other than a cheap shot in the back? Yes, yes exactly. And, and, but doesn't the world exist for both good players and duds? It has to. It has to happen. As yeah. when I pulled the Charlie boots Gump's on, I was, a, anyway. I was a dud player. Yeah. So I had to rely on being a cheat. <laughs> And you know, taking, empathy. getting people out there and just hurting them. And a voice of empathy. Right. And I mean, I, we, we're doing a lot of science today. And I, and I think the listeners must love that because that's a large reason why they tune in. Of course. But if we accept Darwinism as a, as a reality, natural selection suggests it should exactly be that, right? Yeah. So if you've got your, what do I call them, generals, playmakers, yes. the, the thing that you're calling the protected yeah. species, there's a real argument that in the modern game, Jonathan Thurston runs right at the line and does throw a dummy. Yeah. So what, is, so what happens wh- then? Right. What's and a, then what's a dickhead to do? Right. Or a now, dog. Can, can yeah, I put dog. this? Can I put this to you, Chris? This whole dog shot on the halfback, the 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 entire um, movement was started by Joey Johns, right? In his commentary. Correct. He is the man who's taken Correct. the flag and said, "We've got to get the dog shot out of the game." Now, if you correct me, I quite remember. Andrew Johns hardly being a clean skin when he played. And I have a, an underlying memory of him absolutely laying out Adam Dykes, like elbowing <laughs> him. Gee, what the, team did he play yeah, for, well, Newman? I, of course, there's synergy there. Yeah. Cronulla Sharks. I, I'm an expert on the Cronulla Sharks. This but is he was lying, from Sharkcast TV he radio. Was, he was lying prone on the ground, and Andrew Johns was frustrated because it was a semi-final, and he forearmed him, knocking his teeth out. Yes. Now, he missed out on the Dally M that year for this quote-unquote Adam Dykes? No, no. Um, Andrew Johns. <laughs> and I'm Andrew testing Johns, on his long memory. Andrew Johns, show, Andrew Johns was suspended for this. Right. And instead of... And uh, Adam Dykes ended up in hospital for four days. And instead of apologising yeah. for what was a, a, a brain fart moment, he went on to complain about the Dally M rules that he couldn't win because he was suspended. <laughs> I didn't... Is that still part of the Dally M rules? I don't... I think they've I think, got I think rid of it. can be suspended. Chris, it's not like the brown. Back then you couldn't because it was like he, best and fairest. Yeah. Is he immortal? Adam Dykes. No, Andrew Johns. No, he's infallible. He's infallible, that's right. Now, now the, the, the thing here is, there's that species, but the thing about the dogs, Newman, you're saying you're an example of that. You relied on the dog shot. Surely the, the nature's ballet should be allowed to play out, yeah. Thurston versus yeah. the dog. Yeah. But... Ming the Merciless, a.k.a. Todd Greenberg. And yes, I do say hello to Mr. Greenberg and his extended family and wish them all the best. Total respect. I think your decision who you've employed for the DJ for State of Origin 2, extremely wise. Well done, sir. Yes. But shouldn't they be allowed to play it out naturally? But no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. He's coming over the top and says, we're outlawing the dog shot. Outlawing the dog shot. This is what's interesting. You know, it's always happened, but it's never been within the rules, has it? It's never been okay that you could take out a playmaker after he's gotten rid of the ball. It was no, always, always a penalty. Where, where is the clause for that? It's always a penalty, but you were able to, uh, provided the person wasn't taken off on a stretcher, <laughs> yeah. to continue in the game yeah. unencumbered. But now you're being put in the bin. Mm-hmm. right? And so this is putting, and I think this is where Ming the Merciless is really as we'll investigate further coming in here, he's giving it to the referees. As if the poor referees yeah, didn't have enough on their plate. Yeah, They've now yeah. got to assess whether that's a good tackle yes, yes. or that player is a dog. Yes. It's a lot of pressure on these guys. 
What sort of parameters would they use? What's the filtering process to use whether it actually was a dog shot or not quite a dog shot? Is it a timing factor, Chris? Is it intent? Can yeah. you see the intent? Well, first of all, they're not using the bunker. And why would they? They spend yeah. millions of dollars on that thing and they yeah, wouldn't possibly yeah, sure. use that. Because we all know slow motion distorts the reality. Of course The referee does. needs to make a snap decision. It lends bias, doesn't it? These are the factors. Now, you think it would be timing, area of contact, mm-hmm. lateness of the tackle. Angle. Whether the whether the protected species, mm-hmm. i.e. a cronk, had, had a shoulder time, involved. You know, had had time to yeah. dispose of the ball and relax. Yes, yes. And you know my advice to if Cooper Cronk? Limp, then yes. You know my advice to Cooper Cronk? Right. Don't relax. I, Don't I, relax. I, thank you for saying that, Chris Gale. Well done. <laughs> Don't relax. Oh, I've passed the ball. Well, I'll just fly. No, I'm just going to sit down and ha- have a in a banana chair and have a, <laughs> have, a, have a daiquiri. Oh, shit. You're playing rugby league, son. Yeah. <laughs> You're expecting to get hit. I mean, and they're all calling out as he goes the line, Thurston, Thurston, at the line, at the line. So, oh, no, no, just relax. I'm just lighting relax, a cigarette. Yeah. And gonna... but, but it's not those criteria they have to assess. First of all, they have to assess whether the tackler was on all fours when they executed the tackle. Yes. Right? They've got to... Is there, if you is there the, barking if involved? If you hear a noise like a bark, yes, <laughs> like yes. That would be an a indicator. A galloping dog right. type. If the, if the tackler's tongue is hanging yeah. out, that would be another indication. I call that a dog That's action. a dog shot. A dog shot, yeah, yeah. Right. Now, and is then, it unfair on dogs to call it a dog shot? Well, well that's this is right. the other issue. Yes. Why is, do dogs always cop this sort of treatment? So, dogs are loyal. Yeah, they're loved. Everyone loves a dog. Tremendous pets. And they're expensive now. Yeah, I know. They're not cheap. Hey, listen, where does, uh, where does the smiling man, Mr. Peter Beattie, Magistrate Beattie, sit on this particular issue with Todd Greenberg? Well, and all due respect, Todd. Well, well, Todd was very politic because he said, I'm not going to name specific incidences. Like, and I have a lot of trouble saying Jack Kaseski or whatever it was who hit first and late. Luke Lewis from the Sharks, who was he get a week for, Newman? Who was that on? Oh, he's, he's good at so it. Widdop, was it? Who was yeah, it? he hit Widdop. He's also hit Matt Moylan a couple hey, this, of times. This is like a report from the swamp, isn't it? it? Is, you know, it is. When Alan thinks about what happens down the toxic swamp down at Cronulla. From, 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 <laughs> is it still the SCG or the have S- they lost the name? No, 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 no. It's, it's the it's, SCG. It's yeah. Yes. Southern Cross Group Stadium. <laughs> okay. The Mangravey Shores okay. of Botany Bay. Um, yeah, Luke Lewis loves well, how's it. How's that statue going, by the way? We've still, it's still a, a funding Debated. issue. It's <laughs> still a funding issue. Why spend three million on a statue? Of we've got enough uh, money down there to build uh, essentially a Zetland-like suburb next to the ground with right. uh, four hundred units. Um, unit, well, yeah. No, actually seven hundred units, four hundred stories high. Wow! Yet we can't find. You know, how much does it. how much does it? You know, the the issue, yeah. the the uh, the image of. Gal and yeah, ET yeah, embracing yeah. and crying. Just Do you know what they did instead? And the NRL funded this. They painted it on the side of a surf shop. Wow. Like Banksy style. Well, you know, they do. They did have to take out a bank loan last year, Shepherd the NRL. Fairy style. But, but the statue of Cook, is this Damien Cook? Why are they building a statue to Damien Cook? They got it completely wrong. Chris. I would have thought it would be Todd Carney Bubbler. <laughs> I was going to say, which would be your favourite person in a statue if it wasn't Captain Cook? Luke Cavell. Luke Cavell, <laughs> the great winger. Former Tiger, of course. Former Tiger, of hey, course. One of the great men. Hey, we here. Yeah, well, because well, not only has he attacked dogs, just quickly to yes. answer your question, yeah. Peter Beattie, Todd said he was politic. I'm not going to name names like we just did. And then Peter Beattie goes, look, in support of Todd, I think that the crowds don't want to see the likes of Cronk, Thurston, Smith, Slater hit with late shots. So he's naming Wh- names. Which Come, crowds? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, and the origin legend's currently from New South Wales, Nathan Cleary. That's the only legend? That's all I, he had. I, I, I have an issue with uh, Ming the Merciless here when he says people don't want to see that. And if you rewind to the height of penalty mania when there was 450 penalties in a match between Cronulla and Melbourne. Storms. And, don't tell me against Cronulla. And, 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 if we remember famously, this is when Cameron Smith was sin Best moment in rugby league in my yeah, life. Yeah. I wish a, I was there. I a wasn't. glory moment. Now, that is something that you hear commonly 
not just from Cronulla supporters, but supporters of rugby league, mm. that Cameron Smith getting binned was the best moment. Now, we would not have had that without the penalty crackdown. Exactly. So what is he talking about when he because, says the crowds don't want to see it? Because what he, is he talking he's, about? He's, you're absolutely right, Newman, because he's not only going after dogs, he's going after nits. Right. Um, there has been a tendency, I think, for the referees to continue to nitpick. So we've got to be really careful that we find the balance. And this is always a balance. Um, we want to see the flow of the game continue. There has been a lot of penalties in the first half of the year. I am desperately keen to make sure we find that balance. I don't want referees looking for penalties. What I want referees to do is police those areas that we've tasked them to do and allow the game to flow. Fair and balanced, Chris. Fair Ver- and balanced. That's verbal what we're looking for. hospital pass. Yes, yes. Greenberg rang up certain commercial radio stations, which I won't name on this network, and said, this is all my doing in the height of the penalty crackdown. Right. Now he's saying, come on, refs, yeah. do us a deal here. Yeah, let's find a balanced position. Well, to be why, honest, I think there were only 11 penalties last night. Why so did he throw the refs under the Maybe bus? 12. Why does he need to come out publicly, like strategically, as the head of the game and say, all right, we've gone too far. We, we're penalising the fun out of the game, so to speak. It's difficult mm. to watch. Mm. What I'll do is... I won't go and grab the referees together and say, look, we've, we need, we've overcorrected here. Let's just ratchet it back. I'll go public and blame the referees yeah. and just throw them under he's the bus. Re- What's his strategy? No, recalibrating no, public no, opinion. No, no, he is Ming the Merciless. Mm. He is, he, the game is his plaything. Mm. And it's like that scene at the beginning of Jason and the Argonauts, you know, when the Greek gods and they sort of like got yep. the chess pieces going. Mm. That's what Todd does. Mm. And he does these backflips without conscience. But isn't that so what he, rugby so, league CEOs have always done? Reactive? Totally reactive. reactive. And and there's no way that you're going to do it in a classy way behind closed doors. You just it's it, the me it's just look at me. Yeah. The whole thing is look at me. Yeah. I mean Todd Greenberg, I love the guy, but boy does he love himself. What sort of love? <laughs> yeah, what sort of love are we talking about? What sort of Chris? love yeah. are we talking now about? Now you declared it publicly. For Todd? Yeah. yeah. The, well the, the CEO of the NRL deigned to come on our show. Yes, I'll, a... I'll love him forever for that. And and I want his side. And he realized there was a balance between fair stories and bullshit like ours, right? percent It's the Fox News thing, right? Yeah. And 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 I Love the fact that he's now a double act. Like him, him and Grant never worked oil and water. Yes. But Greenberg and Be- Beatty is quality. They're a pair <laughs> because at the same press. Abbott Costello, <laughs> hey. Ashford and Simpson, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Newman and Seinfeld. Yeah, that's, <laughs> awesome. that's right. Nice segue. Um, uh, Bronco Reg and Pat. By the way, yeah. there was a text last week. Where is Bronco Reg? And, Bronco and the Ridge? answer to that is, who cares? I was thinking about this morning. I well, I was hoping nah. to be honest. Sharks Broncos this week. Yeah, no, he's like he's he's, he's dead to us. Right. We might see him at some stage. Yes. It, it, well, it, is it worth talking about the form of the Broncos? Well, well, can, can you believe he's just he's just established there's an old man Rubetsky event starring Bronco Reg has just come through on the wires. You want to talk about the Broncos? I, well, I, mean, it's, I think it's great that nobody's talking about them. They look like they're going to fall out of the eight at any point. Yeah, Wayne's on the nose. We might yeah. talk about the Broncos yeah. in, in the next but segment. Peter, but Beatty. Peter Beatty, he yeah. says, while I'm here, he's here. While he's here, I'm here, correct? The exact words were, yeah. in relation to the questions being put to Todd in the same press conference about Cricket Australia, he is here while I'm here, mm-hmm. and I'm here while he is here. That is magnificent. That is amazing philosophy. I also want to make a quote from The Fly. Be afraid, be very afraid. Okay. FBI Radio would like to warn listeners that the following program contains some sporting cliches, lowbrow humour, baseless defamatory remarks, and is not considered suitable for anyone over an IQ of 75. Hot dogs in a hot dog stand, making them hot dogs as fast as you can. Up steps a cat and yells, don't be slow. Give me two hot dogs, ready to go. Hot dog, she's my baby. Hot 
And everywhere we go, we had 25,000 people in New York City. I asked them, are you fired up? And they were all fired up. And I asked them, are you ready to go? And they're all ready to go. Indeed we are. This is Fire Up on FBI 94.5. Don't forget the text line 0409 Special guest today, apart from Chris Gull, of course, is Newman. Newman. Hello. Hello. Hang on. Who was that again? <laughs> cheap again. shot, cheap shot. Talk about dog shot. There cheap is shot. an episode of Seinfeld where Newman gets fleas. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm rife with them. It's that's what it's one of one of one of the consequences of working in the postal service. I mean, do you? Do you? I think I probably asked you this last time. You get a bit tired of the Newman reference because you we'll just like, got to roll with we'll, it. We'll hammer it. It's never going to go away. You so get, you just got to roll get the with the breakthrough it. moments where it's not funny. Then it's, it's funny again. Yeah, surely. I know. It's post. I know. It's post funny. The only thing I get that irritates me is when somebody says it to you and they act like they're the only person. Yeah, who's ever done it before. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, on, to man. me, I just immediately think of Gary Newman. Cars. Yeah. Different spelling. Totally. Pleasure, <laughs> pleasure principle. I think of the St. George jumpers. Ah, oh, Newman's yeah. a cogra. Newman's a cogra. Were they, were they auto? Were they? What was, what was Newman's? I, I never drank them. I don't know. Pen no, were, it, was a, it was a car. Car, yeah. Yeah. Car, yeah. 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 In true rugby league fashion. Now we're very excited because uh, we're we're mid. Well, not quite mid, but we're right in the in the heart of the beast that is uh, the cockroach versus cane toads. We've been talking about you know nits and dogs and cats and grubs and all the rest of it. Oh, we're back to some real survivors, not the binge hook, but the bloody cockroaches. What, what, what you need is one of those rock family tree pictures of the relationship between rugby league and animals. You, at the core, you'd see all the 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 mascots. That's I feel where a you would start. On, Chris. Yeah, and then. Out it'll go into all sorts of interesting things. Yeah. I mean, even it, like sub grub stuff. Like I think we looked at protozoa at one stage. We did. We? Yeah, yeah, right. Amoeboid creatures. Yeah, yeah one cell single, creatures. Single yeah. cell organisms. <laughs> Plenty of those in rugby league over the years. All the Darwin yeah. evolutionary chart. Yeah, yeah. And you sort of, you know, you go through all the various stages. You know, fish walking on the on the land up through sort of um, the sort of the 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 ape period to humans, yeah. and yeah. then and then sort of devolving into rugby league. I should. We're educational. Much like the Simpsons, I think, did the history of life and evolution <laughs> from fish to, to, to Homer Simpson. Oh, I think it was just Fat Boy Slim yeah. film clip, now, wasn't we, it? We've evolved so far, and I think this is the right why the, the Blues are going to win this competition. It is, it is about evolution, Darwinism. When you look at uh, that walk that happened from uh, the hotel, the Pullman Hotel, uh, to the MCG... Was it the Pullman down there? Let's I, put, it, I, I want to say it was the Ibis. Let's call it the, the, let's call it the Ibis. Uh, Freddie would have had them in the Ibis. The Ibis. Well, is, the, we, I, the Ibis is the... You know the pinnacle of yeah. hotel. Yeah, it's, it's the greatest chain in the world. Yeah. You were saying there That's earlier. Exactly yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. I mean, there's the Hilton, you know, the Shangri-La, and, and the Marriotts, and, and then yeah. Ibis. Ibis yeah. Whereas I think you've got a choice between the Pullman and the Novotel out at the precinct out at State of Origin. You kind, you kind of wonder why Homebush hasn't taken off. There is an Ibis out there. <laughs> is there? there is an Ibis yeah, out there on the other side of the of the ground. Right, we, we might have to move there this next coming game. Can we do an OB from there? I think we should. That'd be that'd be something special. Wouldn't How it? can you not get them on as a commercial partner? The Hotel Bin Chicken. <laughs> okay, we're done. Now, but Freddie's, Freddie's, it was a master stroke that, dressed in smart black. Pea jackets. 
pea jackets, uh, no, 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 no collar. It was a very, very streamlined, contemporary, dare I say, modern look. Yeah. And that set the tone like for the game. Like fusion cuisine. Yes. Now, there's talk that they're going to do it at Homebush. They're going to walk from the Pullman yes. to the stadium, which is like, what, 100 metres? It's three yeah. minutes. And yeah. it does beg the question, mm-hmm. how else were they intending to get there? Oh, they take the bus. Yeah. But, but, it, but if, if I remember correctly, the, the bus is, you've got to walk back down to the bus stop outside car park number three. Yeah. And, and it does a, a loop. It goes out to, to five, which is the other yes, side of the yeah. creek. That's a good 25 minute. And in traffic, don't yeah. forget. In traffic. Yeah. Hey, talk about the bus. I noticed a great big mural in Leichhardt with Benji Marshall yes. referencing the bus. Yes, yes. You guys are hot. I tell you what, Ivan Cleary should have put out a trademark on that because it's been, you know, sort of... It's got viral. Like the wiggles have sort of Is destroyed it. Is that viral it. when they paint murals? Is that viral? Is that a bit slow, that stuff? It's not quite viral. No, that's almost anti-viral. Anti-viral. It's old school, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's a particular yeah. type of verification. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah, so I agree. The, the, and, I mean, you can imagine the walk... Mm. Would it be lined by sympathetic blues fans? Well, okay, let's, or just let, a bunch of security? That's what I want to get you. What happened down in Melbourne when uh, when Campbell was uh, strolling down his pea coat? Regan Campbell Gillard. Yes, what happened there? Well, be, apparently, and he gave a you know an interesting interview on League Life during the week that yeah. uh, because we went at the True Blues ball where they were in the, the Rat Pack gear. It was gear, a ball, was it? The, 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 the original announcement of the yeah. team was the Rat Pack gear that Freddie had designed for them, mm. you know, the skivvies and, yeah. you know, the sort of Sinatra, Lawford, Martin. Has he got a line of clothing? Davis Freddie? Jr. I who knew he? that he was such a fashion man? There was a player, I can't remember who the player was, that accredited the win to the tighter cut yeah, of Teddy the Tedesco. Yeah, Tedesco that, said we won because yeah. we had tighter Rose, jerseys. Russell there. tried that, didn't you? Yeah. Remember the Marnie? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Ro, ro, I think, that, that went well. I think Freddie's clothes are made out of llamas wool because he's got llamas on his property. But right. there is no doubt that um, fashion is an, uh, a key part of yeah. success in origin. And it's an arms race. Well, Because right the Blues jerseys were 5% tighter than Queensland's, which means yes. where do the Maroons go? Yeah. But um, what yeah. happened was Regan Campbell-Gillard... Had, Spray on. Yeah, That's had, where they go. Tattoo. Yeah. Just, just get yeah. tattooed. Tiff permanent. On. Show your commitment. Yeah. The, the, Regan Campbell-Gillard had said, I can't wait to um, pull on the jersey and start killing some people. Mm. And he's sort Metaphorically of re- speaking. He sort of regretted it. Dog shots. But dog he, shots, yeah. Limp body dog shots. But he sort of regretted it. And anyway, but apparently there were Queensland fans... I don't know, six of them down there lining the walk yeah. from six the Ibis to the MCG. And they were giving it to Regan Campbell-Gillard. And I think what he was intimating was getting that level of verbal abuse on the walk actually toughened me up yeah. for the verbal abuse I'm going well, to get from Josh Maguire and Chambers. Right? Yeah, the, right. the, two, the two greatest grubs, Maguire and, and uh, Chambers, are going to go at them. So they've been going into camp now getting through some psychological testings. Uh, we've been actually doing some research, Chris. We found a number of different uh, services that have been provided yes. to these Blues players to toughen up their psychology or their mental processes as they gear up for Game 2, knowing full well the sledging, the mudslinging, the comments about their wives, their sisters, their daughters is going to get harder, tougher and nastier, correct? That's correct. So we you know, we all remember Marathon Man when uh, Lawrence Olivier had the drill and he was going for the tooth after tooth after tooth. Dustin Hoffman. How, how long does it take for your break? We know about what the CI tactics and water torture and you know, all that sort of stuff, waterboarding. Uh, you know, processing, you know, having to watch sort of films of torture with your eyes open, matchsticks, etc. Clockwork Orange style. Clockwork Orange style. Yeah. These are things to break down men, and Freddie's putting the blues through all of this and more in rooms that you would call what? Well, I mean, Newman, I know you'd probably be a comic book guy from the look of you. Would that be right? That's harsh. Yep. <laughs> Famously, in in the X Men, they had the danger room. The danger room, and you get all these simulated threats, right? right? And you know, hologramic, but sort of a feeling yeah. that it's tangible. But it felt real. It felt real. Yeah, like the Viet Cong coming at you from the yeah. right, and uh, you know, Putin's men coming through you from Ukraine, sort of marsh fields, etc. So, drawing on all the vast resources of the New South Wales Blues from a sort of a, an IT department point of view, they've set up a danger room. In go the Blues players. Yeah, what are they wearing? It's important. I was <laughs> going to bring that out. It's important to know that while all this happens. 
they are immaculately dressed. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly dressed. I assume they're in the tattooed shirts. Oh, you know, with the, a pea coat the, on top. With a pea coat on top. Yeah. So they'll get exposed to all sorts of verbals from grubs, the like right. of Michael Ennis, Wiz Freeman, sort of niggle so merchant bring, stuff. So they'll bring out the legendary grubs mm-hmm. to come in mm-hmm. and process them, knowing all, all for well that they were, they were secret tactics, weren't they? We could get some great grubs in. From the sharks? Yeah. I mean, you, you've already named Mick Ennis, but the likes of Benny Elias, he liked a pretty good sledge. Yep. Yes. In a hurry up, we've got a test match to play. Pack Gal with those fingernails ready yeah. to go on the stitches. Gal. Yeah. Well, Gal's not so much a great sledger. He's more no. of a, well, I'll punch he's in a physical head man. type bloke. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 what you see is what you get. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's sort of the dickheads element, which yeah. we've isolated with the Maroons themselves. Yeah. And former Origin players would sell out their own team in a minute. Yeah. So you get the likes of Andrew G, Justin Hodges in. Yeah. To get them in to help the Blues. Because they Exactly right. Wow. You know, who like, who was it? That, was it Corey Parker who complained about someone not showing enough respect? Oh, yes. Yes. Respect. Yes. Soft. And and we know in modern (laughs) sport that uh, people are able to be bought. Look at all the Australian coaches coaching international teams around the world. Yes. Those Queensland guys, the the smell of a bit of coin, would come in and say, this is how we operate. (laughs) And the Blues will be there. And not only will they have their eyes artificially held like Malcolm Mm. McDowell and Clockwork Orange, Mm. instead of eye drops to lubricate the eye, Freddie will be, it'll be like salt water. Yeah. So the eyes will be stinging. Yeah, yeah. You know, there'll be yeah. constant. There'll, there'll be some bloke going at your wheels. Yep. At the same time, some bloke ripping open your stitches. Constant. Some bloke rec- whispering bad jokes in your ear about or, your sister. Or, or, or constant. Or, or, at once. or con- the old go have a cry in your room. Yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or hey, 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 Mitchell, go out and have a look at the statue outside yeah. of Wally holding the shield because that's the closest you'll ever you get, get to it. That yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. And constant dog barking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that they're ready for what is inevitable from Queensland, yes. which of course will be yeah. the dog, dog shot. Dog, dog shot. Yeah. Now, now, nice to see that Kerry Waller's having a meltdown though. He's losing respect by the second, isn't he? Queensland culture is in meltdown right now. Like, it used to be that the Queensland, it's pick and stick, it's loyalty. And when he pouted after game one last year and brought in Billy Slater and sacked about seven players, that all unravelled. And now Karma is coming back to get Kevy, allegedly the nicest man in football. Right. But no respect. Darius Boyd, of course, was overlooked first game, and that uh, that didn't sit well with... uh, Darius has got a bit of an ego, I think. I think it's been sort of protected and built, and it's very... It's it's a little fragile. 28 origins, 17 tries. Never lost a test match for Australia. He's played 23 test matches, never lost one. He's entitled. Well, Stephen, it's worth pointing out that um, I have retired from rep football, (laughs) so um, I've just let Brad Fitland know that. Okay. And (laughs) And, you'd uh, wear a, a jacket very smart. Too. That's right. So yeah. it's worth pointing out that Darius is also retired from Red Football. And I mean, the rivers of tears from, from people that will miss Darius Boyd. <laughs> it's just enormous. The there man was with the dead eyes. A originally. state, you know, a day of mourning. Yeah, I got to say, Newman, he's got a sort of a figure hugging sort of Cronulla Sutherland sort of. I, I, I don't, you wouldn't call long sleeve. It's like a hip with the kids. It's not a skivvy, is it? Is it a skivvy? It's a long sleeve shirt. You yeah, know, this yeah. is back in style these days. So anyway, Darius was asked to come back for game two and three, and what did he say? Well, originally he was asked to come join the camp for game one on the back of Billy Slater being ruled out with a hammy, which keeps him on the sidelines this weekend as well. Mm-hmm. But he'd already organised to go to New Zealand, mm. and he said, Kevy, I'm going to New Zealand. Right. And then he went back and trained with the Broncos and didn't join the mm. camp, as the great Moses Mbai did. And can I just say what a great player Moses Mbai is? Uh, can you? And I just think that it would be terrific if he was able to play his trade where best suits him after June 30. I simply just want to say that. Yep. And so obviously now with Billy in question and Kalen Ponga, you know, young and inexperienced, Darius was required. the greatest name in rugby league. Isn't it? It's not. It's not been pushed hard enough, has it? No, it has not. Now, speaking of names, I don't think enough has been given to the fact that these great players for Queensland 
uh, are not, you know, trotting out. And that's the Cameron Smiths. Billy mm. Slater's going to be missed. Cooper Cronk, Sharon Woods, yeah. Mitchell Pearce. <laughs> yes. All of these great Queensland players <laughs> that are putting wonderful efforts for them won't be out there. There's not enough being said about that, Chris. No, you think so? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't miss them at all. <laughs> now, what is, where, does, where does Darius take inspiration from? If it's not from playing for Queensland, which apparently was the last port of call for all sorts of Queenslanders, who is he actually playing for? What, what really drives his boat? Well, when he scored a try uh, last week against, was it the Rabbits? The Broncos. No, they're Storms. See, we're not even watching. Yeah, I know. So it was, it was, <laughs> Good research, It was guys. Sunday night. fire up the rugby I, I, went out, I went out to dinner with friends, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, saw my goddaughter. That sort of that stuff sort of that you stuff. should be yeah, doing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he scores the try and he shows the KW wristband. Which is a traditional rugby league method to inspire during a game. When you're finding yourself in a lull or a lapse, you look at your wristband and go, oh, shit, what do you have on there? Right, well, people thought Andrew Fafita with free cure yeah, lovery. Well, exactly, yes, right. exactly, exactly. Political as well. I, I, I love a, I love a non-standing. I love a non-apologist for the Sharks, you know, calling it like it is Newman. That's yeah, courageous. Yeah. Um, a big hello to Andrew. But um, people thought the KW might be sticking it to Kevy, but he says, of course, it's not. It's the um, initials of my wife and daughter. I wasn't Kevy Walters. Mm. wasn't in honour of the coach that wouldn't have him in there the first game, no. no. So, uh, well, who you say it's King Wally, maybe? Could be King Wally. King Wally, right. Because he said King Wally would never yeah, have been treated yeah. like this, Kevin Walters. We've got a check saying Kanye West. Kanye West Kanye, to us. Well, Quick off the mark. Kanye hey. West is not in... There's not enough credit given to Kanye West's impact right. on rugby league, particularly Hang State on. of Origin. There's another, another check saying Kim Wilde. Kim Wilde. Who doesn't remember Kim Wilde? Kids <laughs> in America. Kids right? in America. Well, <laughs> uh, my, my favourite Kim Wilde song, Cambodia. Right. Uh, I would suggest it might be uh, Kraftwerk, Chris. fires me up more than craft work, Chris, and uh, the same for Darius Boyd. Uh, we finally found out that's what he inspires him before he runs on Man Machine one game, you know, Space Lab another game, Trans Europe Express another game. Showroom another game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and ultimately, he's got well, out of origin whilst retaining his model good looks. Yes, and finally, Neon Lights if it's a grand final. You know, do we want to talk talking about craftwork, Stephen? We could go all day. all day. Let's all just, day. just shut the door, bolt it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but Darius is on record as a massive fan, isn't he? Massive fan of craftwork. Yeah. Yeah. That Teutonic style that he developed. You know, the ability to, to hit the turf when somebody's running at him and not move. You know, amazing stuff. Now, our guest today is Newman. And Newman, uh, you have a thing called Shark Cast, like a podcast. Yeah, I've got two yeah. two things. I've got Shark Cast TV and Shark Cast Radio. So we we're one of the first uh, club based podcasts. Mm. And then the. Who, who's your competition? Um, there is actually another Sharks podcast as oh, well. What? So they're a direct competitor. Yes. Um, and there's a Newcastle have got one. A lot of them are club based. How do you like rate the, uh, your, your, your Shark competitors? 
Um, Not much. They're mates of mine, so they're real good. Very professional. And, and, and you're broadcasting out of a yacht club or something, is that right? Yes, our main sponsor is uh, one of the, these, the yacht club. You've got a sponsor? Yeah, we've yacht got club. several. We've been here 15 years, we've got a sponsor, Chris. I know. It doesn't sound like rugby league much, though, does it? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're yes, coming we're, to you live from a yacht club. Yeah, the yacht club down uh, in Woolaware where the Boat Shoes Brigade, where Scott Morrison drinks. Oh, yeah. Scoma. Um, yeah. Chris, Yacht Rock is very popular these days. Oh, that's true. It's, it's very it very much is, yeah, is yeah. yeah. And then the club uh, found out that we had quite good numbers and there was a uh, very much a, as you were aware there's a there's a uh, appetite for non uh, traditional media mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. media department down there which runs on the smell of an oily rag the Cronulla Sharks uh, gave us a TV show so a my, TV show? yeah myself and Chris are you listening to this? I am listening myself <laughs> and, and Sam Shinazi and former Queensland great Ben Ross we yeah. go out every Monday ben on eight, 8 o'clock um, on the Sharks Facebook it's actually on the NRL app now I and mean, it's just a panel show it's a lot of fun yeah. and um this is all on the back of us being catapulted into the mainstream media by Paul Gallon abusing us in the in the media. Tell us more. Well, we we managed to jag uh, in our very early days. We managed to jag uh, Shane Flanagan yes. on to the show. Yes. Crawler coach for those who don't know. Yeah, and he dropped a bombshell. Gal was still playing uh, Origin at the time, and I asked him about whether he likes that or not, and he basically said, "Well, he's retiring." Wow. Um, which was not true. And it, and it hit the interweb. And it hit the internet. It was yeah. on CNN. Yeah. We went quote unquote viral. You went viral. Yeah, and Jeez. when Chris, Gal, hearing this? when Gal was asked about this, <laughs> I only know Andy viral. In one of the great cases of shooting the messenger, yeah. he said rather than I wish Flanagan could say it, he said, "Well, the two idiots on that podcast <laughs> that pushed it out, this yeah. is their they fault." They love rugby league. Yeah. Now, now we're on familiar territory. <laughs> two yeah. idiots talking two about rugby, rugby league. league. Uh, now I would say, suggest to you, uh, Newman, that. Um, He's no good, my producer. Where's the, where's the hello, Newman? <laughs> Newman. Can I just go, Newman? Newman. Newman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I suggest to you that getting too close to the beast is sometimes tricky ground, though? Like, we are we are here to totally independent FBI. We can say whatever we want. Uh, and, yes, uh, all due respect to, to Todd and his family, etc. Et of course. And Mr. Beatty, Magistrate Beatty. But, you know, do you yeah, run well, into quite, trouble getting too close to the quite, sharks? Quite seriously, we have we were dragged in by Lyle Gorman a couple of times and told what we could and couldn't say on the show. And then we turned around and said, well, look. Get stuffed. You know, <laughs> the, reason, the reason people want to hear it is because it's un- unfiltered and it's, you know, what yeah. the, you know, the supporters have an opinion. Yeah. And they're very um, rarely mm. represented mm. in the mainstream media. So it is it is quite a difficult balancing act. Rugby and league is not a pretty beast, is it? No, it's not. It's a bin chook and <laughs> um, it's Ming the Merciless. And, you know, we talk about balance. We yeah. look at Todd Greenberg. He, mm. He's the man that can provide he, balance. He's a balancing act. And, of course, you set a precedent because this year, as non-traditional media is on the rise... God knows where we fit in, Stephen, because we're traditional media and we're on the decline. You've got to put in no camps yeah. or all camps. I don't know what it is. TV show. Can you yeah. imagine that? No wonder but, it's, no, no, you, you know, year 13 is a, is a treacherous year, Chris, and it's troubled, and we don't know really. Who are we? Who is far up anyway? We are a near disaster. We are. Are we survivors? Are we, are we going to be, you know, is Darwinism going to take effect and just, just bin us? Talk to me on, the, on that last day in September and after that and see what happens. So we've had this year, we've had Andrew Fafita declaring his non-availability for Origin effectively mm-hmm. on a UFC podcast called the Halfcast Podcast with Tyson Pedro and Tai Tuivasa. What? And then this week (laughs) on Hello Sport, right, we've heard, and I use this word without any filter, the great Anthony Watmail taking us inside 
the true culture of the Manly oh, Warringah. Doesn't it make your heart bleed that Manly are having troubles? Oh, it's so unusual. <laughs> yeah. This will, this will be the comeback listen. for Manly. Let's have a listen. Okay. And so I sort of heard whispers through... Well, it wasn't whispers. It was on the back page of the paper. <laughs> and we had a team meeting. So I, I told Chesa to stay back. And, um, and he sort of... And I said, mate, what's this we hear about? You know, I'm reading the papers. He goes... Mate, I said, mate, you just signed a four-year deal. I said, you turn up to training. He goes, no, nah, my manager told me not to. Told him not to turn up to training? Told train. him not to turn up to training, not to give a about the boys. And I, I said, I said, mate, I've, I said, I've looked after him. Took him, gave him whatever he wanted as a kid, always made sure they didn't want for anything. Um, and then, um, yeah, so then it sort of come out. Then I, so I went to him, I said, mate, you know what we've sacrificed? You know that, you know... Your time will come, and he just looked me straight, and I went, "Nah, not turning up." So I just went, F- "You." So I walked out, went to two, said, "Mate, don't give him any money." I said, "You've got him by the balls. If he doesn't turn up, find him." And two's just succumbed to the board. Next thing we know, he's he's up around the five hundred thousand dollar mark after being on fifty grand. So, wow. That's, can I, that's unloading, can I, isn't can it? I just clarify though? Mm. Was what Mo suggesting that Daily Cherry Evans should have stayed on fifty grand a year while he was on a multi hundred thousand dollar contract? Yes, I think that's exactly what he was saying. <laughs> that there's a pe- traditional pecking order. Yeah. Respect your elders. Mm. Think about what the Stewart boys mm. and what Mo and all those other great manly players, none of whom come yeah. to mind right now. We're now getting the big bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a limited. This yeah. the point of the salary cap is that there is a limited pie. And Cherry Evans is a young whippersnapper, should only be eating around the crust area. Yes. Yeah. And, and he's saying because we took a minor cut of our large salary, mm. you should just cop it sweet. And uh, now you've signed a big one, at least turn up to training, right? And then, and then Watmo then went on to sign a big money deal at Parramatta that he never honoured. And then Pre- he played how many games? Pre existing injuries. <laughs> and ended up in. in yeah. a, in I wish he knew nothing in, about in, this. <laughs> Nothing about it. No needles at night. Dispute with the insurance people. But I love, I love what most tone of phrase that um, Chesa or Daly Cherry Evans for the uninitiated, he turned into a Michael Luckwit. Mm. And it, again, we've been talking evolution. Is, yeah. is being a Michael Luckwit something you're born with or born, something, or something born, that you can, born, you can become? Yeah, no. I no. mean, you know. He has no say in it. He doesn't know what he's doing. Lord forgive him. He has no idea. Would we, would we hazard a guess, though, that uh, Watmo is an expert in that area? Well, you know, th- there is a lot of the usual sort of pot kettle black type situations being raised here. But I do think that there is a through line between the older manly players through the Queensland origin camp, which, I mean, you're doing really well if if the home of the dickhead doesn't want you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Jackson Hastings thing, Fox Sports... Cherry Evans just seems like a nice guy. But, you know, I think Watmo got to the heart of it. He's not who we all admire and love and all wish we were, which is knock about rugby league people, mm. you know. I, th- I thought the pertinent statement was there that he, he didn't want to just be one of the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by one of the boys, I do remember Watmo going on a rampage and just, I think there was urination, I think there was cars going out of crazy shit, you know, all over the peninsula, you know. <laughs> Watmo is one of the boys, and it's rugby league to, to his bootstraps. DC is not rugby league. So what Anthony, I don't know what he is, but he's not rugby league. That's right, and what Anthony fears is for... Us, the non-traditional media, would have yes. nothing if everyone was a team made up of DCEs. Yes, exactly. Seventeen DCEs. Could you imagine that? No, I can't. I that's can't. A, that's a, that is, is, isn't always any 
fictional realization of the future dystopian? Yep. Well, that's a dystopian future. Wouldn't you love to chat about dystopian futures with Anthony Watmo? <laughs> I mean, couldn't you invite him over for a dinner party and you could talk about that sort of Jungian... Um, the, the, there's no chance of that, Newman, because let's face it, he's a historian because he's talking about something that happened six years ago. Hey, we've got some text, by the way. Fantastic. Chris, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, we had a message saying maybe the Sydney Roosters could be renamed the Sydney Bin Chickens. Well, I think, I think that's... I think it's appropriate because... They're running rampant all over Coogee, Bondi. League historians will surely agree with me that they were the eastern suburbs roosters and when they drop the eastern suburbs, they should drop the moniker and uh, Taramara better watch out. Sydney's in the market. Exactly. Uh, What will be higher, the penalty count in Game 2 of Origin or the number of games Josh Dugan will play for Cronulla this year? What's going on there? Uh, Penalty count of Origin? Yes, higher. I mean, we have launched a stride... Defense of Dugs. You know, there's all those nasty nicknames about him being in one week and then out mm. for three. But it just remember he had the last never, jaw years ago. Yeah, he never played. Canberra never played. He's a good player, but he never played. Never played. <laughs> Injury prone. But hey, Mal Meninga came back from four broken arms, and he could be an immortal. It's not too late for Dukes. It's not too late. Now there was another one. Joey Johns, the god. This chat is blasphemy. I think he's the greatest thinker in rugby league, isn't he? Well, he, you want to talk about the Joey symbols of rugby league. Yeah. The flawed character of Joey Johns. <laughs> he's one of the boys. Have we got an hour? <laughs> <laughs> Who can forget the London Tube, Chris? Well, Who can forget him? I love, I love his commentary, Joey Johns. Yes. Isn't he a great comment? I mean, he just says, what a freak. <laughs> <laughs> he, he meant to do Dog that. Shot. <laughs> Dog shot. Dog <laughs> shot. Uh, what about sniffer itimus is the correct Latin term for the uh, the bin chicken? Julie noted. <laughs> Up the nights, best time in Newcastle. Hello, hey, how's the how's the ladder going, Chris? How what, what, we got South Sydney on top? Is that not that that's a bad, that's a bad omen? We talk about dystopian future, yeah. Stephen. With the, the rabbitos first, We're and dragon, very bleak times, dragon second. <laughs> that is my night, my dystopian nightmare. And how the spitters, how's Cronulla going? The team that uh, you know did try to do damage to what, what have you won? Like six of your last seven, or something like that? Yeah, we won. So we're a bit up and down. Six of our last seven. Ugly though. You win yeah, ugly. We win ugly. Yeah. We like we like to be ugly. You know. Number seven. Brisbane number eight, West Tigers number nine, so you're in for a fight, Chris. But, but I tell you what, there's a little bit of play news I can give you, Stephen. There yeah. is strong mail that with the June 30 deadline, and but have I talked how good Moses Embai is? What a great good guy. Player. Is he? Yeah, and, yeah. And, but probably just needs a change of atmosphere, a bit now, like, is he bit one like of Kieran the boys? Foran. Is he one of the boys? Oh, he'll be one of the boys. Don't you worry about that. He's a knockabout rugby league sort of guy. But there's talk about Robbie Farrah coming back to the Tigers. Oh, well, talk about speak about one of the boys. Talk, talk about prodigal sons returning en masse. You've got Benji, you've got Robbie Farrah. Uh, Scott Prince will be back soon. Scotty Prince will be back. Moses, he was a good-looking man. He can wear a suit. Mo, yeah, Darius yeah. Boyce. Moses Embi will fit in. And, of course, there was some mail about someone else, but I'm pleased to announce, and you'll be delighted by this, Newman, that I can confirm today that Aaron Woods is coming to the Cronulla Sharks. Yeah, it's been, uh, <laughs> it's been a very poorly kept secret, and... I, for one, am not excited about this eventuality. Uh, we do have a record in turning, you know, av- subpar props like Matt Pryor and taking them How from un- unpopular props into into being very good players. So hopefully they can do that. But why, Aaron Woods, why? Look, Paul Crawley went on a passionate defence of Aaron Woods and said he shouldn't be copping the blame for the mistakes of the Haslers and Dibs and Castles of the world. And I think you need to have an open mind. I happen to love the kid, and I'd love him back at the Tigers, along with Robbie Farah, along with Moses Mbai. Mbai. Talking of dystopian, Chris, uh, yes. Ricky Stewart. Well, Is that well, not a dystopian we, oh, figure? if we've got time for this. <laughs> look, look. 
I, I, I don't know if you were watching, Stephen, I was, but at the psychological moment with origin hero Nathan Cleary, and as I've, as I've said previously, Charlie Glove got a week for attacking the legs of Nathan Cleary last week because he's smart. He didn't try and attack the don't chin. Go the, don't go the jaw. Just, too sharp. Too sharp. Too pointed. As Nathan kicked the winning field goal, Ricky yet again kicked the chair. Oh, it's the chair. poetry. Yeah. No, I what do you mean by stolen away? Oh, I guess less. Oh, we shouldn't have been leading the game. Just the statistics. All the stats. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have even been that close. We should have won the match. But no one threw the game away. Freaking hell! Yeah. And there should be a TV show. There's no, there's no comedy show that describes Ricky Stewart every week, is there? He, he did say they probably find me. They always find me more than the other guys. Yeah. But I mean, is, wait, he, the, is he the funniest, most lovable man in rugby? Without a doubt. Have you had experience with him, uh, Daniel yes. Cronulla? When, area? He was at, when he's at Cronulla, we, sometimes we used to socialise together. Oh, yeah. And I have this enduring memory of being at um, the nightclub in Cronulla, suburban nightclub in Cronulla. Fusion. Fusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Only in Cronulla. With That's Ricky the place Stewart. Chris Gar would love to go to Fusion. And believe it or not, the Reactor team. Penrith. The team had had Reactor a narrow, narrow loss. Yes. If you can no, believe I it. I cannot believe that. If you can and, believe and what sort of mood was Ricky in? He was not in a good mood. <laughs> he, he instructed me that he was going to sit facing the wall and I was to sit on the other side of the table and advise him. If I could stop you there, Newman. No. Uh, every crime thriller you read, the guy that's the hero, the killer, sits with his back to the wall so he can see. You know the enemy coming. Well, he wanted me to sit with the back of the wall and he advise him it. if any players were going to come over and talk to him. Okay. And then he'd tell them to f off. F off, yes. And, off. Uh, he didn't want to talk to them. Come talk to me at training on Monday. Right. Whilst he what nicked how many? Oh, 12, 15 bourbon and cokes. Bourbon and cokes. Yeah. yeah. But one it, of the boys. Cheap ass bourbon. But at and least coke. he's media sensitive because he said frigging hell rather than what he should have had the courage to say, which is Michael Luckenhill. Michael Luckenhill. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So uh, and, and the chairs, by the way, is there a chair manufacturer yeah. Yeah. who specialises in rugby league? I, I think Chris, you're missing the point here. The whole point is the great theatre of this is a, he has to kick a chair that breaks. It's got to be a little plastic one that falls up and then gets turfed. Right. So, so. this is like um, where Paul Stanley at the end of the Kiss concert and Rock and Roll All Night smashes the guitar. Exactly. It's pre-made. It's made foam. It, it's non-functioning. Exactly. And, and whereas the Gold Coast Titans, which is, let's face it, everyone's second favourite team, yes. hasn't got the message because new uh, uh, loose cannon Keegan Hipgrave who managed to be the first person Simbin twice in the Say one game. Say that name again, please. Keegan Hipgrave. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a jazz combo from the 50s, doesn't it? Yeah, what are you doing tonight? I've seen the Keegan Hipgraves. Oh, that's, that's far out, man. Keegan cool. Hipgrave 5. Yeah. That, that's, that's beaten. Um, he's, he's the first man Simbin twice in a game since Michael Butner in 2002, who ended up on the match review committee. So you can... Yes. Redemption yet again. I can remember watching... That man play. Right. He's kicked a chair in the Titans dressing room that's actually a decent chair. And yeah. I mean, the budget, they lost their centre of excellence. Yes, he broke a toe. Yeah, hello Raiders and Dave Ray. <laughs> How's that Raiders centre of excellence and the Raiders group looking? <laughs> you need to get in on board with the the, the faux chair, yeah. the, the, the kicking chair. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's always a, the bunning, sticky chair. a $5 Bunnings chair. That, yeah. that <laughs> and really to take over. this theatre to another level, Chris, so you might have seen Ricky kick, kick cats. 
He's known to kick a cat, right? <laughs> so now I know this is not very popular with the current thinking, but those cats that are that are earmarked for the knackery, they wheel them out for Ricky every week so he can have a good kick at those cats that have got no future. Is I'm this sorry. Seriously, and you support this? I don't support this. You I'm don't just saying this? it's part of the reality is of rugby league. Is there still a knackery? I mean, as, as a kitty right now, could I go see my careers advisor and they say knackery? <laughs> I think you'd be great in a knackery, Chris. I think there's a lot of modern musicians that should be really earmarked for the knackery. <laughs> Don't you think? Are, you, are you trying to prompt me to say hello, Mazzy Star? Hello. Tell me about your experience with Mazzy Star the other night. <laughs> well, I can't really tell you because I couldn't see you him couldn't on stage. But you could hear them, though. Oh, it was you? ethereal, though, Stephen. It was dreamlike. It took me into another state. Yes, yes. I wish it took me to the Chris, Northern Territory. It's, it's not about looking at their faces. It's about the music. <laughs> is it? Yes, well, it the music is. was awful. <laughs> It was absolutely awful. I couldn't have a tune. Shoegaze. Languid. Shoegaze. It was, it was shoegaze in yeah. the extreme. It was yeah. so languid, I yeah. was comatose at the end. They took me out on a stretcher. Chris Knackery. <laughs> Knackery. Knackery from Mazzy Star. <laughs> uh, which bands would you like to take to the Knackery, Newman? Oh, the bands that should go to the Knack. Greenspoon. Greenspoon. <laughs> <laughs> what about Powderfinger? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Number one, Powderfinger. <laughs> we were talking about some middle-of-the-road uh, rock yeah. and roll before Billy we got Joel in. For Billy, Joel. Yeah. Billy, Billy Joel for you. Billy Joel. Come on, the stranger. Powderfinger, I've got to go. Bernard Fanny, What, what about the solo work? Teen Sympathy? Yeah, no. No. Yeah, Get rid of it. <laughs> we might make this a new segment. I would love Bash, to do that. I, for the oh, boy, I'm queuing them up. You know, the revolution starts tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there was a, I once saw a great cartoon in the New Musical Express by a guy called Ray Lowry, and, the, and it was they said, we've got a new economic solution. We line economists up the wall and shoot one every day until the economy gets better. Gets better. That's the way to fix modern music. Right. Mm. Bands and journos. Camp Cope. Well, now, well, Newman, you, now you're talking dangerous territory there, Newman. Sharkcast, uh, how can people find it? Uh, you can find us. Uh, we are on iTunes, the mm. same uh, platform that pushes out your wonderful podcast. Are we going to podcast, Chris? We get podcasts, Stephen, on Great, iTunes fantastic. and other related services. We have a Facebook page. We do. We do have a Twitter feed done uh, expertly and far more amusingly <laughs> by uh, the great Brad Oaten than yeah. by us. Is it great? Yeah. And yeah. then I do the Instagram, yeah. which is mildly interesting. Mildly amusing, yeah. It mildly amusing? I put a picture of Newman up there. Yes. No likes. <laughs> <Will> we... <laughs> No likes. <laughs> no whatsoever. Will, will we have any T-shirts or coffee mugs this year, please? We, we are going to make it happen. We are going, Terry Ball, I'm talking to you. Right, I'm, I'm talking to you like you're the business head amongst us. I, I, well, I, Pat and I are going to go, and we're going to go and beg Bronco Reg for his logistics ability to come back and help us yeah. get this show this on the is, road. This uh, is year 13 of Fire Up, and we're floundering on this near treacherous, uh, you know, life-threatening mission <laughs> to get to the moon and back in time for the end of the season. Fire Up 13, we're not on know. TV. But, you know, with the likes of Newman, we're doing pretty well, I'd say. Thanks for joining us, Newman. <laughs> it's been a blast as usual, boys. You really know you've made it when you get to go and fire up. I mean, go, I the the boys, the, go the Sharky boys. Go the Sharky boys. Yes, we, we look. Gal, I'd like to get Gal on now that he's semi-retired. Can you can you get can you get a I former can, Cronulla great? I can get Gal on. Uh, it just means you've got to pay a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe is as that you the get, deal is it? As, as he walks out the studio, the uh, email with the invoice will be arriving Does in our inbox. Does he know this is a not-for-profit community station? Like yours is probably. I know you're sponsored. We we're for profit. We will. You know. We'll advertise I anyone. Once, the I Yacht Club, a... Dyson Logistics, tell him, tell him. LG. We're sponsored by a supplement company. How good's that? Wow, you're looking good. <laughs> tell, tell me, idiots, two idiots. We'll raise your two idiots to Gal, no problem whatsoever. <laughs> Forget Sam once, and Newman. I once met Gal when he first started his career Newman, at, yeah, at a no, corporate event, and, he, and I said, uh, "You know, how are you going?" I knew he was some sort of you know young upstart that wasn't really going places. He said, uh, "Who do you go for?" And George said, "Sorry about that. Apologies." 
you know. There you go. There you go. He's Try got a great and... personality. Him and Watmo together. Watmo, what a life of the party. Throwing Ricky to walk in late, you know, <laughs> just to stir the pot a bit. Yeah, that, that's all I said. My, my ideal dinner party and finishing would be Watmo, Sticky, mm. Gal and Einstein. And, <laughs> and not the uh, keyboards from Yes, Chris. If I can have five, yes, Rick Wakeman would be there. You can play the music in the background. Okay, thank you very much. That's Fire Up for another week. See you, Chris. See you, Newman. And we'll catch you next Friday. Yes, and then we have a couple of weeks break. Yeah, mid-season slump. Okay. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!